are you nervous when you're talking to your clients? Do your clients intimidate you? Let's talk about that. My name is Yafa Sakaja, and I'm the CEO of Beneplan. In the last week, I've actually heard from four different advisors. They're all really smart, really successful, really wonderful people. But these four people have all shared different ways of having felt nervous or scared or even intimidated by their clients over the years. So I want to talk about this because this is a real part of group benefit sales. And I think there's a way to recognize it and then also rebuild confidence and self-esteem using little practical tools and techniques so that we can feel more confident and comfortable talking to people in high positions. So, you know, when I was 21 years old, a friend of mine looked at me and they said, Yaffa, you have imposter syndrome. And I had to look that up. I said, what is imposter syndrome? And I'm not going to read the definition, but if you haven't heard of it, it's really the feeling of you feeling like you're at the table, but you haven't really earned your spot at the table. It's almost like you're an imposter and you're just wondering when people are going to find out that you're actually a fraud and that you don't deserve a seat at the table. And over the years, there have been a lot of people, a lot of people with really, really big titles, with really big businesses, with really big names that have admitted publicly or privately that they do suffer from imposter syndrome. I'm part of a business owner group and a lot of what I've learned over the years working with other business leaders is that, you know, they'll admit to their peers and I'll admit to my peers if I've got imposter syndrome and I'm feeling am I in over my head? But, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize that even the folks who have the big shiny titles can feel that way sometimes. I also felt this way a lot when I was a service rep in benefits. If I had to drive out to see a client and it was the first time I was seeing them, or if I had to be part of a renewal meeting when the renewal was actually quite expensive, I was nervous. I used to feel that fire, that pit in my stomach. You know that fire? Do you know what I'm talking about when you're about to have a big call with someone or a big meeting and you just don't know how it's going to go? And some people can come across and present as being scary. There, I said it. Some people are scared um, of really, really important people. So, you know, one of the things I learned early on in my career is that everybody feels this way. But the thing is, you can't hear it from me. You can't solve your nerves issue by hearing that, actually, don't worry about it. Everybody feels nervous sometimes. That's not going to actually get to the root cause of the problem. Um, but let's talk about something. Confidence and self-esteem are two different things. You can be really confident. You can step on stage as a celebrity and be able to perform in a huge group of people, but then you could step off stage and still feel like you're not happy with who you are. So that's self-esteem as opposed to confidence. And the only way to build self-esteem is to just do hard things, doing hard things over and over again. So one of the tools I used early in my career, there was this blog called Rejection Therapy. I don't know if it's still on the internet. If it is, <laughs> go and Google Rejection Therapy. But basically, it recognized this. It recognized the fear of being told no, or the fear of rejection, really. And how I addressed this was there was a challenge on the blog. It was a 30-day challenge to be told no every single day. And you would win this challenge if you got a no every day. And so it kind of flipped it around. It's almost like it encouraged the readers of the blog to look for ways that they could be rejected. And I thought that was so interesting. So it's almost like the more you get rejected, the more you win. And you hear this sometimes in business. You hear the more failures you have. Um, you know, there's a... Uh, 
there's a dragon on Dragon's Den named Michelle Romano, and she talks about this a lot publicly about how the people who are the most successful in the in business are the ones who are failing fastest and quickest and most frequently. And it honestly does sound hard to believe, except that is truly the fastest way to become the most successful. So from a group benefits perspective, I challenge you, if you're listening to this, start a game with yourself, do a 30-day challenge, see if you can get rejected every day, start small, and then work up from there. When I started my rejection therapy uh, challenge, on the first day, it was something really simple. I thought, well, how can I get someone to tell me no and the stakes are really, really low? So maybe I'd be standing in an elevator and I would start by saying, hey, do you mind hitting uh, floor five for me, please? And they would. And then I would realize, wow, people are actually really nice and it's actually harder to get a no than it seems. So I started asking, hey, can you hold the door? Or, hey, do you mind bringing me this thing from over there? And then slowly but surely, I worked my way up on the last day. I wrote a letter to one of... Canada's largest CEOs. When I say largest, I mean (laughs) CEOs in charge of a billion dollar publicly traded company who I admire and respect. And I wrote them a letter saying, I really respect you, really admire you. I'd really love to meet you and sent the letter off. I didn't hear back for three or four months and I just assumed it was a no. But four months later, I got an email from their executive assistant inviting me to come to their head office and meet with the CEO of this multi-billion dollar publicly traded company. And I went and I met with them. We had an hour long meeting and it was fabulous. And I just really am thankful of my time challenging myself to get rejected every single day. So, you know, the more times that I do that, that I put my neck out there, I still feel that burn. I still feel that sting every time I have to speak in front of a large group of people or I have to talk to someone who seems like they've got more authority than me or more clout or maybe more money than me. Honestly, that is a real thing. Um, But I find the more times that I stick my neck out and then see, hey, I'm still alive after that experience. I didn't die. Nothing bad happened. I didn't lose my job. The more I am able to build my own self-esteem, self-confidence and overcome my own imposter syndrome. So if you're feeling that inkling fear inside before a tough renewal, see if you can get rejected somewhere else with a low stakes um, you know, idea and take it from there. Let me know. If you've tried it and you've had great results, let me know. Um, you can always write to me, uh, beneplan.ca. Um, my email address is yafa at beneplan.ca. Feel free to shoot, uh, shoot me an email or a text. And yeah, thank you so much for listening.